Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Keep those texts coming, 704-570-9610. Hit us up on social media, at Wesson Walker on Twitter, at WFNZ on Twitter and Instagram, at Wes Bryant underscore 72, at HCB underscore Josh, and at Walker Mail on Twitter and Instagram. Hit that follow button. And now it is time to go to the Campus Counter. All right, man, this thing with Tez Walker just continues on. It's the story that keeps on giving. Now, the NCAA has received violent threats in the wake of denying Tez Walker's eligibility. The Division I board chair and vice chair said in a statement Tuesday that violent and possibly criminal threats have been directed at committee members in the wake of a high-profile decision denying immediate eligibility for North Carolina receiver Tez Walker. In the statement, Division I board chairs said that they were troubled by public remarks North Carolina leaders have made about the case. Coach Mac Brown and Athletic Director Bubba Cunningham both slammed the decision last week and pointed comments taking direct aim at the NCAA. They said in their statement, the National Office is coordinating with law enforcement on the threats and will continue to do whatever possible to support the volunteers who serve on these committees. A committee of NCAA Division I representatives denied Walker's final effort at eligibility for the 2023 season on Thursday. Walker, this is getting out of hand. Threats to the NCAA over a kid not being able to play. Is this going to finally be the end of this saga, or is this just the beginning? I don't know if it's just the beginning. I also don't know if it's the end, to be honest with you. I think there's a lot of fallout from this because every single weekend when North Carolina plays football, you're going to want Tez Walker out there, and he's not going to be eligible to go out there. Of course, nobody should have death threats over a decision, even here, with the NCAA deciding not to let Tez Walker play. So that is something that shouldn't happen, and hopefully that there's no more death threats there, but I also don't think this is going to be the end of it. Every weekend, we don't see Tez Walker out there. It's going to be a problem, and somebody will bring something else up, and uh, maybe even North Carolina continues to battle for Tez Walker and see if he can get on the field. Do you think that Matt Hayes, who is a writer for SaturdayDownSouth.com, said that UNC should just play Tez Walker and dare the NCAA to do something about it? Because when we talk about the governing body that they are, they are not over a lot of these bowl games. They're not over the college football playoffs. So they don't have a ton of jurisdiction as far as what they could actually do to Carolina that would really hurt them. Do you think this is something that Carolina should attempt and just play him anyway? Um, I just don't know if that would be worth it to the point where you're getting you're you're winning these games and throughout the season, how much do they really count? Because if they're going to take them away, for instance, we do this with the Reggie Bush thing to us. We always will always think Reggie Bush won that Heisman. 
and then the NCAA takes it back, clearly it matters a lot to Reggie, who's trying to get back all these records and and get back this Heisman Trophy. But when we talk about looking back at Drake May season, or we can even talk about it with the Fab Five, and the NCAA stripped them of their championship appearances and stripped them of their Final Four appearances, not allowing them to hang the banners and whatever, right? You know, it, it, it just, I think to have that go throughout the season probably shouldn't play Tez Walker, but I understand that point of trying to make sure that you can get him out there on the football field as much as possible. I don't know if the answer is just put him out there anyway and sweep all the other problems that come with it under the rug. All right, Fiddy, I want to hear your opinion, but first we'll say as far as his argument when he said let's go over the checklist, he said the NCAA will allow members to pick up and move conference to conference with no repercussions. They allow coaches to pick up and move school to school with no repercussions. Then he says, we decide if you have mental health needs, not you, and says we make billions and give you pennies on the dollar and scholarship funds and a stipend, and we'll tell you when and where you could play. And he was saying that that won't go over in one court in the United States as far as how they operate their deal. So he's saying that if North Carolina played him, there isn't much that the NCAA could do about it. Fiddy, what do you think about this uh, if Carolina were to decide to do this? Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I just don't think it's it's worth the risk because I think the NCAA, like they're they're using him and they're using Carolina to make an example. And I don't think playing him would would make the situation all all the better because you go out and you have a just say not even a, a historic season, but a great season. You get back to the ACC title game, you win a New Year's Six bowl game, then come back and take it all away. Um, and, and and look, I I respect Mac Brown, Bubba Cunningham, the university, fighting for this kid's right to play, because uh, he's definitely being screwed by the NCAA. But at some point, you got to move on. Like it's week three of the season. You know, we're all here lamenting about the passing game not being what we want it to be with Drake May at quarterback. That's because they've game planned the first two games for him to be on the field, even though they knew he was ineligible. And so at some point, like it sucks for him. But you cannot let this be a distraction for this team throughout the entirety of the 2023 season. All right, so moving over to Michigan State, one of the biggest stories brewing in college football. Michigan State coach Mel Tucker released a statement through his attorney Monday regarding the sexual harassment investigation the school has started over the weekend. The complaint was made by Brenda Tracy, a sexual assault survivor who frequently works with sports teams on training related to sexual violence. According to Kenny Jacoby of USA Today, day tracy alleged tucker he did some things during a conversation that i'm not going to repeat here while making lewd comments about her during a phone call on april 28th of 2022 the pair had previously established a working relationship with tracy speaking to tucker's team twice and serving as a captain at the spartans' spring game in april of 2022 Tucker's attorney released a nearly two-page statement on Monday denying any wrongdoing in the case. He later explains that he saw their relationship as a mutual friendship that grew into an intimate adult relationship. He did admit that the phone call from spring 22 that Tracy names in her complaint did happen. Since the allegation, Tucker has been suspended without pay from Michigan State. 
Tracy has responded as well, writing on social media that it continued a pattern of victim blaming and contained lies. She wrote that she will make herself available for cross-examination at the university's hearing on the matter in October and call for Tucker to do the same. If you remember, in November 2021, Tucker signed a 10-year, fully guaranteed $95 million contract that has a $70 million buyout. If he were to be fired without cause, his buyout would be substantial. As I just said, $70 million. So, uh, this is just a, a very bizarre case. And, and when you really go through the details and the weeds of it, it, it gets really, really detailed. It's a very uh, detailed matter here. And so, when you look at Mel Tucker, a lot of people didn't like the fact that he got this type of deal anyway, myself included. I'd wondered what he'd done and garner such a huge contract. So uh, this is just, for one, the behavior allegedly, if true, uh, definitely disgusting on his part, something that you definitely should not be taking part of, especially as a married man with a family. And uh, then as well, Michigan State as well, this gives them cause to uh, get out from under that contract. Well, look, especially with Michigan State, one, and that that is not to deny if this were to happen at another university that it would be any more okay. That is not at all what I'm saying. You should still look at firing Mel Tucker right now. But especially with Michigan State, who doesn't have the greatest track record, especially with Larry Nasser, also some of the conversations surrounding a Tom Izzo and that basketball program with Mel Tucker after getting out of some of this stuff and just trying to move on. Now you have this resurface because of the actions of Mel Tucker. Yeah, it's time to move on if you're Michigan State and try to wipe your hands as clean as possible because I don't know why you'd want to continue to involve yourself with this type of situation that has happened quite a few times within the last five years. No question about it. So this is the case that is ongoing. We will see how this is going to play out because reports did come out that were conflicting. At first, people were saying that Mel Tucker was fired from the position but he's actually suspended uh, for now. So we'll see how this turns out. We'll have more details as they come out. But ESPN announced on Tuesday that Texas's 34-24 upset win over Alabama attracted approximately 8.8 million viewers across ESPN and ESPN2, and it barely edged out the Colorado-Nebraska game. But Colorado-Nebraska, we talked about Coach Spurrier, Steve Spurrier, that is, saying that they are the biggest draw in college football and as popular as they are getting, I guess, from a local perspective to tie it in. Would you watch Colorado or playing in a big game over your personal team that you like, whether it be Carolina, NC State, anybody? Is this team the most... Uh, the most anticipated, the team you want to watch the most? Well, yeah, I mean, they're definitely up there for second. That's what I wonder, because everybody is going to watch whatever team they're a fan of, first and foremost. But is Colorado just the next watch now? I mean, even more than some of these other programs like Alabama, which everybody wants to see because they're usually the best. And then you do the whole, I'll tune in to see something great or I'll tune in to see them lose because I hate Bama so much. Now Polarizing. It's, now it's, we want to see Colorado because Travis Hunter is doing something we've never seen. Shador Sanders within two games now has Mel Kuyper drooling saying, yep, he's a high first round pick. After two games, he's moved all the way up here behind only Drake May and Caleb Williams to the point where we haven't had it yet. I do wonder if we get to a spot where we're having Shador or Drake conversations. Oh, it's coming. It, it's definitely you better coming. believe it. It's de- I think Caleb Williams is going to do too many crazy things to oh, where they're overpassing him. I think Caleb's going to be solidly there at number one. But with Drake May, especially if they're going to run the ball a lot more, 
And Shador is going to have, you know, what, 800 yards every two games? He's got 900 in the first two games of the season. You're going to have that debate. Either way, it looks very promising that he's going to be the third overall pick, perhaps maybe even the second. Yeah, people want to see the high-flying offense, a dude do something that we've never seen before in Travis Hunter, and Coach Prime, who is calling relationships personal, and that's why we want to beat you down. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and I'll be watching them a lot whenever they're on TV. Yes, the train is going to keep going because they've got Colorado State this weekend. If they're able to go and beat Oregon on the 23rd, you're talking about a game of epic proportions on September 30th, USC and Colorado. I think that game could potentially change some minds. You're going to get some pundits coming out of that game. If Shador plays outstanding against Caleb Williams and the crew, there are going to be some people that are going to start to debate if he could be the number one pick. You already know that, that that's coming. Oh, this you think just, it's going to happen against Caleb Williams? Oh, no question about it. They're going If he comes out and has a monster game against USC and is flashing all of the skills, there are going to be some people now that's going to start to split some of that thinking that maybe Caleb Williams is the number one guy. I think he'll be in the conversation to the point where we need some content. And we're going to say, hey, all the signs are pointing towards <laughs> Caleb. But what if we do? We'll do that because that happens at every single NFL draft. I think it'll be more warranted with Drake May to the point where it really might be dicey compared to what it is with Caleb Williams. Before we move on, let's go ahead and get the stank face. that Because I knew it was coming, right? As soon as I said that, I looked right at Fiddy. Go ahead, Fiddy. Decked out in your Carolina blue. Tell me why it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous that nice Shador detail to throw in. might yeah. be compared to Drake. Man. Yeah, I mean, look, Shador's awesome. He's fantastic. Uh, it's two games. I'm with you. Y- you know. Um, I know. And, I, and, and, like, here's my thing. You put Drake May in the way that Colorado offense runs. You don't think Drake May's putting up the same numbers? Yes. Because oh, okay. the arm talent's better. Look, Drake so, May's insane. Is Shador... I mean, what Shador is doing is pretty incredible. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I still think there's a clear gap between Caleb Williams to Drake May and then Drake May to Shador Sanders. Yeah, we'll see. It's only two games, as you mentioned. I, I, I do want to hear your opinion on this if this continues, like, through eight games. Oh, we'll hear it. No doubt about it.